your weekend breakfast with Refilu Mbakanyane on 702. Let's walk the talk. And uh, continuing our conversation and focusing on parenting as well as making sure that um, we give these young people that we are raising uh, the best, the best shot at life. We talk to our resident uh, parenting expert and human potential expert, Nikki Bush. We're focusing on how to help our families reframe disruption in order to cope with it in the long term. Good morning, Nikki. Good morning, Rafael. Where? So, how exactly do we do this? So what tools do we have at our disposal to help us um, deal with um, uh, a disruption and, and and cope with it in the long term? Well, I've been watching the MasterChef competition over the last couple of months, and we are now at the sharp end of the competition. We're into finals week. I'm not sure if you've been watching it. I haven't been. I fell oh. off, <laughs> even though well, I love the franchise. It's so exciting. Yes. But what's exciting for me, and I'm busy writing a, a new book about disruption, is that the entire competition is actually based on disruption. Mm-hmm. It's the most incredible competition for actually future-proofing yourself. So I know it's a cooking competition, yeah. but I think the personal development that contestants experience while learning and doing under pressure is quite extraordinary. And I want you to think about what they call the mystery box challenge. Absolutely. Every contestant walks into the room, they lift the lid off the mystery box, they have no idea what the ingredients are going to be. Mm. They might like them, they might hate them, they might never have seen some of those ingredients, but they have to come up with a solution. It's a problem-solving challenge. And it's incredible how you might have 10 or 20 contestants in a room and you have 20 different solutions Mm -hmm. to the same set of ingredients. They all have to come up with a dish that uses the ingredients that are prescribed And it reminds me of life, because isn't life a series of disruptions? But Mm. we're actually given the ingredients, aren't we? Sure. And you were just talking about, you know, school school from home. Mm -hmm. What are the ingredients at school from home? There's one parent or there are two parents. There may or may not be a caregiver. There's a syllabus. There's a timetable. There's a teacher online somewhere. Look at all the different ingredients, and we've got to come up with a solution with those ingredients. Mm, absolutely. And I think that it's the way we sometimes use our words that's very important. When we talk about reframing, what if we spoke about at school or at home or in business, instead of talking about the problem at hand, what if we actually reframed it as the mystery box challenge? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, And, you know, as you're saying, Nikki, um, words are so important, right? The language that we use to talk about, to frame, to underpin a situation really does influence our attitude towards it and how we begin to tackle it. But we are in a very strange time where we're dealing with a lot uh, it feels like it's uh, the mystery box challenge of 4.0, where it's sustained <laughs> mystery. It's sustained challenge. And we just want five minutes, just five minutes of um, predictability. Please, please, please. I know. You know? Well, that predictability is what we discussed last week yeah, yeah. when we were talking about routine. Mm. And 
you have to get your structure in place and the structure is the only form of predictability right now other than the fact that you love your kids dearly. Sure. Um, so your love, your support and some kind of routine where the order of the events of the day stays the same even if the timing is out, sure. that's where you have your predictability and your familiarity because what makes us feel uncomfortable is when things don't feel familiar mm. anymore. Okay. And we, we yearn for that sense of familiarity at the moment. So find how you can bring those pockets of familiarity in. And the rest of the time, we're actually playing the mystery box challenge. And I think we can also show our children how disruption happens in many different ways in our lives. Mm. Not just this thing of doing school from home, not just this thing of having us work from home, or not just this thing of the coronavirus, but it happens in many ways, like um, when they go to a new school and they don't know anybody, and they've got to make new friends, or they fall out of a friendship group. Mm, That's disruption. It's huge, you know, rejection, um, being pushed out of a group. And once again, the words we use are important. So it's things like I know that you're feeling uncomfortable at the moment. So acknowledging that discomfort, helping them to identify um, what they're learning from the experience. There are two questions that are important both in our homes and in our teams at work is what can I learn from this Mm -hmm. and how can I grow from this? And self-awareness can never start too young. From around eight years of age, you can start asking children those kinds of questions and getting them to drill down mm-hmm. into what that means for them. And, and then you know how you get to the end of the month, and we're at the end of the month now. And January's been a very, very long month. And even though children haven't gone back to school, they've all got new school uniforms, they've all got new stationery, you know, all those things have been an added expense in a long month. So there might not be a lot left in the fridge right now. Mm -hmm. And I think some of the most interesting meals that we cook are the ones that have been created out of nothing. (laughs) As per the mystery box challenge. (laughs) And and, and what I particularly enjoy about, you know, this um, analogy that you use in the MasterChef mystery box challenge, Nikki, is the fact that there is a moment uh, at at the end of um, every challenge or every show where contestants have to debrief. They have to talk about exactly that, what they've learned, if anything at all, how they can grow and how they can move forward. How do we do this successfully with our kids um, and, and, and make sure that it really is a moment of introspection? Because I think uh, as soon as I say to my child, so how did you feel about... And then I see the eyes rolling and I can just just see here the internal groan and i'm like eh, perhaps we should leave the learning <laughs> moments we should you know let them be fewer and and far between as opposed to yes. every time something happens i mean the kid uh, is just like yeah, oh yeah. gosh there she goes again <laughs> yes i agree with you i don't think this is something that you're going to do every day um but you can do that uh, sweets and the sours game um on a regular basis that we've spoken about before where you go around the table at the end of every bit every day and and identify um, something um, that made you feel horrible. Mm. What was it and what was the feeling? And then the second round is something that made you feel good or happy. Mm. And I think that gives you insight without you having to go into a conversation 
it's just an identification. And then, you know, the other one of what can what can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? Use that when it's appropriate. Don't force the issue sure. because they're just going to shut you down. So, you know, when you're having that warm, cuddly moment and communication is nice and open and there's a an opening for a conversation, you might throw it in. And it might not even be in those words. Once again, it's the words that we choose mm. that are so very, very important because some words can shut us down and some words can light us up. But I think that the analogy that we're looking for here is that everything is figureoutable. Mm-hmm. Everything. Mm-hmm. If you look at what happens in that competition, the mystery box challenge, they have to find a solution. There's yeah. no option. They have to make it work. And we are in that situation right now. We don't have options. We have limited choices and we have to find a way. And as a family, we have to be determined we are going to find our best way forward. Mm, lovely stuff. All right, everything is figureoutable, uh, I think is a, a very, very useful mantra. At, yeah, especially during these times. You do have a toy, uh, a toy for us to talk through today. And, uh, I guess we're keeping in the same, we're keeping food, uh, firmly on the menu. <laughs> yes, interestingly, we're keeping food and we're keeping things figureoutable and it's a problem to be solved. Mm-hmm. This game is called, now get your head around this, Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. <laughs> so let's say that together. Taco Cat Goat cheese pizza. Taco mm-hmm. cat goat cheese pizza. This is a card game from Blue Orange Games. It's only one hundred ninety nine Rand ninety nine and it's for all families that have children from about eight and up and it's for up to eight players and it's one of those quick ten minute games. It's a card game. Yeah. It's full of pictures. So the pictures have got pictures of a taco, a cat, a goat, cheese, pizza, gorillas. All sorts of different pictures, but obviously the ones that come up often are taco, cat, goat, cheese, and pizza. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody gets a pile of cards, and as you play a card, every time someone plays a card, the whole group goes taco for the first card that's played as as it goes face up. The next card that goes face up, everyone says cat. Mm -hmm. The next one that comes up, they say goat. Now, there's a variety of pictures, but should... A taco come up when you when you shout taco, the whole group has to slap the pile of cards because they've made the connection between what was said and what is in the middle of the table. Uh-huh. The last person to slap the pile gets all the cards. The objective <laughs> is to be the first person to get rid of your cards. Right, you've got so on the ball. Mm. Available at Toy Kingdom, CNA, and Take a Lot. This is about increasing processing speed visual um, matching skills, visual perceptual skills, and what a huge amount of fun. So taco, cat, goat, cheese, pizza. Fantastic stuff. Nikki, always a pleasure. Looking forward to our conversation next Saturday. Hope you found that useful. The game is called uh, Taco, Cat, Goat, Cheese, Pizza at 199 Rand. Pretty reasonable price point.